Welcome everyone to a special edition of Nerds Who Get Laid Sometimes. Sometimes. Today we're talking about 2017's Megacon down in Orlando, Florida. Yeah. I've got Mr. Uh, Mike here to my left. Hey guys. Across from me I have my lovely lady, Allison. Hey. And, uh, His wife couldn't make it. <laughs> my my uh. lady's here though. Um, Milady. So, Milady. Ew. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, um, we just got back a little bit ago from MegaCon down in Orlando, Florida. I guess the Orlando, Florida MegaCon because there's also a the Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay, Bay uh, MegaCon as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the three of us went down there and we wanted to kind of just talk with you about it, let you know, you know what we what we did down there, how we sweated. liked it. We did sweat a lot. Um, Received strep throat. Interesting smells. Smells. Mm-hmm. Aroma. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very big part of any con. It was odious. The, uh, <laughs> the odious. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we're just uh, here to talk about our experiences, uh, the fun we had, what we did, what we saw. Uh, as we talked about earlier. Yes. Very yeah. sweaty. Very sweaty. Uh, I didn't sweat at all. Well, uh, you. I'm a lady. You're a lady. Yeah. I just naturally sweat terribly. And <laughs> the fact that. Uh, <laughs> How many people showed up Saturday? A hundred thousand people. Yeah, they said that one hundred thousand. Yeah, they said that the Saturday sold out. So uh. yeah, uh, if if you were standing still in the middle of, if you were me, I don't know about anybody else, but if you were standing just in the middle of one of the aisles with people, I would just sit there and sweat. I had like get away. It was so hot. The air conditioning could not like handle how many people were in this building, and it was the size of a, a hangar. It was a gigantic Huge. building. And usually they it's have the. It's basically uh, the size of Rhode Island, I think. Yeah, I think that's the, shortly the size, the size um, <laughs> of what they're doing now. Not wrong. It's like what you say about a half mile wide. Wide? I don't. I Middle don't know. Quarter? Maybe. Maybe. I know we walked miles and miles and miles each day. Uh, this year, if you're familiar at all with the uh, the Orange County Convention Center. Uh, they had the North and South Concourse open for Megacon. Uh, normally, uh, several of the other years we've gone, they had either the North or the South Concourse. <laughs> so this year they had both of them. Yeah. And uh, it was pretty big. Um, yeah, it was were, so big. One of the side buildings was just for ticketing. Yeah. Yeah. One, oh, there was well, a it was huge, part of the concourse. Yeah, it was, it was part off. of the concourse. It was just a huge, huge, huge area for ticketing. Uh, I got there. Uh, it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday this year. Uh, four day, four day con. I got there a little bit earlier than these guys uh, and went on Thursday. And uh, that ticketing area that they had was really, really nice because I just kind of walked in, got my stuff, and walked right in. Uh, so, um, uh, Mike, you got there the next day. Uh, how was how was your experience getting like getting in and everything? Uh, Friday wasn't bad. Uh, I I don't know if it's my fault. I did see a lot of people doing the same thing I did, so I feel like maybe some better directions would have been in hand, uh, but it was a long walk from the hotel, uh, and they had the entrance on the complete opposite side of where, the, so I had to walk like the entire complex. Yeah, where, mm-hmm. where they and dropped you off on the buses or um, was, anything There was even a walk from there. Yeah, it was still like halfway around to get into the entrance because the entrance was actually on the entrance for tickets was on the side. Once you had your ticket, 
you could just go right up the front, but you obviously the first day you get there, you have to go get your tickets and your mm-hmm. band or lanyard or whatever. Regardless, I mean, despite my stupidity and my own <laughs> limitations in getting to the damn convention, uh, it was, I mean, everyone was very polite. It was super nice. It wasn't packed at all. Like I walked down these very long, like velvet rope lines. Yeah. Uh, I had a premium ticket, which means it was a little bit nicer than the normal one and you got kind of a little bit extra stuff and it was pretty cool but anyway because of that you know uh i got to go up this like special little passageway to this lounge and get a uh, a nice bag of goodies uh, but really other nice. than that it was pretty similar to the to the normal megacon entrance uh which wasn't bad at all uh I mean, the floor was still full, but it was nothing like Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, mm-hmm. Saturday and Sunday were yeah. pretty wild. Well, um, we were just talking about how how you guys were so hot. Can you imagine all the people that were in cosplay? Yeah, there were. I mean, there, sometimes when you're in cosplay, you're not wearing very much, but sometimes you're a straight up furry. And those suits can't be comfortable. No, I mean, I'm, I'm sure even they're really hot. I mean, even if you're butt naked in it. It's probably just sweltering. It's like I always felt bad for mascots. Like, who knows how yeah. hot it is in those damn suits and how probably amazing they smell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Not. Probably. <laughs> so, well, that, that is one of the big things. When you go to a con, there's so many people cosplaying uh, at these things. Uh, what were some of your, y'all's favorite cosplays that you saw? Allison, do you have any okay, preferences? I will say I was really... Okay, I'm not being a negative Nancy, but one of the things I was super disappointed about the first couple of days was I felt like there was a true lack of Twin Peaks representation (laughs) at Megacon, especially since the new um, new season or reboot or whatever they're referring to it as just came out. So I was really really sad about it. You thought that was going to be the hot cosplay this year? Yeah, well, there was (laughs) almost, I don't think there were there was any cosplay? There weren't any not cosplay. There was, or molders or anything there. Well, there was no, um, <laughs> not the same thing. There was no <laughs> Twin Peaks representation in Artist Alley at all, or in any Ooh. of the vendor area. Not even like disappointment. A, we want to believe you posters or anything with the UFO. Nothing like that. The truth <laughs> is out there. I'm gonna murder you. <laughs> um, but then I think it was Sunday. I saw. Um, a Twin Peaks cosplay, mm-hmm. and that was really good. And uh, it actually, was, I think you saw one on Saturday, and then you saw another one uh, on Sunday. Did I, maybe I thought yeah. I saw them both on Sunday, but you're right; it may have been because we saw the Log Lady on Sunday. Yes. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, I think it was the day before. Um, who? Well, on on Saturday we saw Agent Cooper. Yeah. And um, what is her name that works at the diner that has curly hair? Oh, yeah. Curly hair diner lady. <laughs> curly hair diner lady. I, I can't recall her name either. Um, but yeah. Because the show is so good. Yeah. Shut the because fuck up, Mike. Because she was so upset <laughs> you don't about know anything not seeing about good things. any, any uh, good Twin Peaks cosplay. Shelly. Shelly. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shelly. Classic Shelly. Uh, it was really fun though because yeah, they were really good. Cooper had a pot of coffee and she had a pie. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. that they were carrying around with them and everything. And they they really he also had apart. his um, tape recorder. 
Uh, so he could talk to Diane. Yes. Yeah, that was yes, really good. That was really good. Uh, and we didn't get a picture of them because we actually just saw them while they're eating, having, having lunch. So <laughs> Allison wouldn't. Uh, wouldn't I didn't want to interrupt their them. lunch. Um, but anyway, that was so that was my favorite. Um, but there is a lot of good cosplay. I mean, there always is. Yeah. Um, the time that some of these people put into their costumes is incredible. Pretty amazing. And we have a lot of friends that are cosplayers, and yeah, they looked incredible. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll give a shout out to our. To some of our friends, old mm-hmm. old Charles Stark out there yeah, holding it down. Tia, Tia, they looked yeah. awesome. They looked great. Well, we saw them. We ran into them a couple of times. They're with a uh, Florida con artist, mm-hmm. and then our friends from Level Up Entertainment. We yeah. saw old Dallas dressed up as Captain America. Yeah, um, and he looked great. The Winter Soldier cap. Yeah, yeah he's he, Bucky he always, Captain. Yeah, right? he always does the Bucky cap, which is which is pretty cool because he doesn't. Uh, it, it, I always I always like it when people like. It's cool even when you cosplay and you like kind of don't really even look like the person, but mm-hmm. to take something like that and be like, well, I'm not the blonde-haired, blue-eyed Steve Rogers cap, so I'm going to be the Bucky cap yeah, because yeah. I have dark hair. So I always enjoy that. Um, yeah. And he does a good job with it. And he has, his shield is gorgeous because uh, yeah. I, I guess they had it painted with like it looks actual- like a car. <laughs> yeah, car paint and stuff. So it, it looks great. Uh, yeah. And he has it magnetized where he can just slap it onto his back. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah um, Mike, what, what were some of your favorite cosplays that you saw? Uh, I mean, there were really a lot of great ones. You know, the Ghostbuster guys always look great. Oh, yeah. Uh, w- one thing that I liked is there were a couple people dressed like uh, ODST uh, drop troopers from Halo. And they had like a uh, simulated drop pod you could get in, and it had like hydraulics and everything. Yeah, I saw that. You know, kind of like Star Tours. Uh, I wasn't getting anywhere near it just because yeah. I don't feel like breaking that thing. <laughs> but uh, it looked really cool. Uh, the cable we saw there was a really a really nice cable. I don't oh, know if I stole your yeah. thumb, thunderbolt. No, that's fine. Yeah, that was gorgeous. Because really there was good. a cable with a. Uh, Deadpool and a Domino, mm-hmm. and they had the, uh, the 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 thing that really sells it with Cable. Um, number one, you've got to have the good eye scar. You have to have a good metallic arm, mm-hmm. like a cybernetic arm, and his looked fabulous. Um, but also, you got to have the giant ass gun, mm-hmm. and they yeah. had really good giant ass yeah. guns. He's but, probably uh, the best Cable I've ever seen. Yeah, there, there there's a couple. I've seen a couple of really good Cables. In my day, but he's definitely he was definitely up there. I'm not sure what uh, you know who he was, but he did some really good uh, stuff with his suit and everything. You know, we didn't see any jubilees this year. We did which not. Kind of sad. I thought, I, I thought we saw a jubilee. Maybe it was a picture of jubilee. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see any with my own eyes. Um, I d- I have to talk about a magical moment. Okay. Um. At one point, we were kind of watching. A lot of times, the cosplayers will kind of hang out near this this area that had like backdrops almost, and it's kind of an yeah. area to take pictures. And there were probably five or six girls that were dressed as Disney princesses, and they looked amazing. Yeah, like they were incredible. I would say that their dresses were better than like maybe some of the real Disney princess dresses. Yeah, and there was a little girl. Who for real, like she thought she was meeting Belle and Cinderella at that moment. And it was so sweet. And I almost cried because the little girl was so excited. And um, 
the you know the girls that were in cosplay were probably in their 20s and they were just being really really sweet to her and her mom was almost crying and it was intense it was a magical moment that happened at at um not at disney at megacon yeah um one of the ones that i thought was really fun uh there was a group of guys dressed up as the street sharks Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Those those <laughs> and they, they were like so misproportioned just like the actual street sharks and everything they had these giant foam like abdomen head muscle part. Yeah. no neck so shark yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was it was just really 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 fun because you just see them like in their gang just running around you know running around the place and then every time they that i would see them um there would be like two or three of them would just have their have their suit like halfway off because yeah, they, they were, were so hot inside of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we gotta take a we gotta take a moment. <laughs> but um, there was also a really good um, uh, Doctor Octopus in like a classic Doctor Octopus suit. Yeah, um, the, just the green and gold, and um, he had. Um, was it the guy with the false legs? Yeah, he oh, had yeah, false le- awesome. legs that uh, kind of made him look like he was sort of like sitting, but his actual legs were just in black yeah that's like blacks like black and, stockings and he yeah black stockings and he was on stilts so that he could make himself like like his arms were carrying him it's so weird uh, yeah it was so cool though um just just very innovative kind of stuff that that some of these people will do just to you know for their costume to be just a little bit different than yeah. than everything else um so I, I really enjoyed that i saw a lot of other um Deep, like really nice um you know you just see a lot of a lot of good stuff there was a really good nova that had a lot of lights in his suit and everything mm-hmm. um and his suit was a lot more like a almost like an iron man suit sort of mm-hmm. and everything so that was that was really cool um i don't think i saw i don't feel like i saw many iron men I did. Uh, I, did there was a, I saw several Tony Starks. Yeah, there's, there were several Tony Starks. And a Pepper Potts. Nice. Yeah. yeah, it's because it's easy for sure. Yeah, because you just get like. They'll, they you just have like, a weird goatee, and you're yeah, like, that's what I'm going to be. You have that, and you wear sunglasses all day, and you maybe have an Iron Man like hand, and then that glowing arc reactor I under think your shirt. The kind of guy that's going to dress up as Tony Stark is going to be. Probably someone that like maybe sells real estate and he mm-hmm. has that douchey goatee already. <laughs> and he's like, he kind of works out, but he's not like super huge. But yeah, he's like, a, buff, he's kind of a gym rat though. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he like, maybe he already dyes his hair because he's a little bit vain. He's going to always dress up as Tony Stark, which is perfect for to be a Tony I know, Stark. I that's always so, love it. <laughs> that's so good. That's, that's that gym, Tony Stark. <laughs> that gym rat yeah. real estate agent. Yeah. I will say uh, there were a ton of Negans. Oh but, a ton of Negans. But one of them specifically had this cart with a little CD player that was playing the Easy Street song yeah. that they uh, used in the latest season to uh, like do like psychological torture to Daryl. And the dude literally played all the whole, the whole time. Day. Every time I saw him, he was he playing, was playing that, that song. Goddamn song! That was that was one of the funny things because uh, every year when you go, because um, this has been mine and Allison's fifth year going in a row. Uh, before that, hadn't been to a con since I was a kid. But this has been our fifth year, and you always every year you you kind of <laughs> wonder what's going to be the top thing. And uh, last year, 
tons of Harley Quinns and tons oh of uh, Poison Ivies. Yeah. This year. And always, and Deadpool. And uh, there Deadpool all every I think, year. I think Deadpool hit its height last year. Yeah. There weren't as many Deadpools, I didn't feel no. like, this year. We had there a rating a at DPH, the Deadpools per hour, the DPPH. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, there were a lot of those. But Negan. Negan was a huge one. Yeah. And I thought there would be a, a, and a lot of Ricks from Rick and Morty. Ton yeah, of Ricks. Yeah, that's true, too. Um, and they're all terrible costumes. <laughs> on Thursday, when I got there, there Which were I a think's ton, the point. There were a ton of um, Wonder Woman, and I was like, mm. "Oh, the movie's coming out. There's going to be a lot of Wonder Woman this uh, this year." And but the rest of the weekend, I didn't see a ton of them. I saw a few here and there, and they were all really good. Mm-hmm. There was one I saw that was like a Diana Carter uh, yeah, Wonder the old Woman. School one. Gorgeous, like amazing costume yeah amazing yeah i think every wonder woman outfit i saw was really good yeah and especially she has like the 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 hair too like mm-hmm. the the 70s tv show hair like <laughs> yes, that's absolutely. a good hair mitt yeah. amazing so the, so the big ones were negan um yeah rick and uh we didn't have as many harleys as i thought we would have no, no there were a ton of harleys dude yeah but dude I last got, year I, I know but i almost got bonked in the face by a mallet like every, every few seconds. seconds yeah because they love to carry that giant mallet i saw a lot more classic harleys i feel like this year than i, than I normally do like from the yeah. cartoon there, series there were a lot fewer of the margot robbie suicide squad yeah. harleys there were maybe like two or three of those most of them were either cartoon or comic or some kind of own like, variation in, yeah in between kind of situation now another thing that i did see several of was the uh the smash up yondu mary poppins yeah there were yeah. two yeah. i loved that which was fun yeah i love seeing mary poppins there of course you do. Uh, well <laughs> well that's your that's one of your things yeah because every year you'll see several Mary Poppins and you know stuff mm-hmm. like that, like the princesses and everything, which yeah. is always fun. Yeah, yeah, it's always nice seeing the kind of off the wall or cosplays you don't see very often. Yeah, like, that's what I love too. Yeah. Um, I there was a I you know every year you see like one guy dressed as Doug, like yes, Doug Funny yeah. from the TV show Doug. There are two Quailmans. Yeah, yeah, and that's always really fun. I like to see cosplays that are a little bit different, like maybe kind of old school or something you don't mm. expect to see. I also kind of like mashups. Yeah. Um, when they're witty. Yeah, yeah. There was one that you saw um, that was a Harry Potter and Indiana <gasps> Jones. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was really cute. Um, it was a, a like a middle aged guy. Yeah. Um sort of in a mashup and but he was holding a sign that said slytherin why did it have to be slytherin yeah, yeah. it was really cute they had an indiana jones fedora and yeah. then like a uh, a w- uh he had a slytherin tie on i know oh yeah and what are they called robes i guess yeah the the like, mm-hmm. like the robes the wizard robes i guess yeah uh, but he also had a lasso and the indiana jones like uh, satchel yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was cute. <laughs> I would say the one thing that I dislike because I see them at every single con are the gender bending mashups. Not mm. necessarily when the girls do the guy stuff. It's when the the guys do the girl stuff, but it's like super lazy. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> because because all all they really end up doing is just like put on a tutu skirt and then they're the girl and it's just 
I don't know. Like I, I can't think of any good ones right off the top of my head, but there were a few. It's just, they're so just lazy. I yeah. don't know. I saw some really cute ones maybe last year or the year before. It was two guys, and they dressed as the ugly stepsisters from Cinderella. I mean, it, it, and it was, if it was good, yeah, I want to see Yeah, and it that. was good it was they were really funny and their outfits were perfect and it wasn't like they were cross-dressing they were but it was so good i think he's talking about more the uh, dude put on a skirt and then just to be dumb and silly yeah like there are a lot of dudes that wear skirts because there was like a lady like a lady luigi or something which i don't even understand that but it was like a luigi with a skirt but it was a dude Oh, so that it, doesn't it, even make so sense. So it was a dude playing a dude playing a girl. <laughs> so like made no sense. I was yeah. like, that is like the worst costume, man. <laughs> I mean, I I would like to cosplay, but I'm just I'm a little too lazy and yeah. I don't know. One it day I, I'm gonna do it. One day we'll do I it. I think that like I probably wouldn't cosplay, but I will do like you know I'll do Dapper Day at Disney World, which well, is I mean kind of like the first step. <laughs> Well, what about, well, I mean, you could do like le- <laughs> you could do like really, really basic cosplay. Like how many m- like m- basic bitch cosplay? Well, well, I, no, <laughs> you can't not, totally not do like that. that. It's like really easy stuff. Like there were so many. Well, the perfect gender matchup that I hated: uh, uh, male Misties from Pokemon. Because yeah, it's just a dude. Yeah. And, 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 I don't know what that is. Uh, you wear oh, a yellow shirt you and wear really tight a cutoffs. Yeah, your yellow shirt and red suspenders, and that's your outfit. Uh, and it's just yeah. so lazy. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. not impressive. It's just basically a dude with his nuts. Like if you're gonna do cosplay, <laughs> do it really well or be really witty. Don't yeah. half-ass your cosplay. Or like a Spider-Man, I saw if you have a giant penis. Uh, you told me about this person it was crazy it was he he was like the tallest goofiest looking (laughs) dude with like cross eyes and anything yeah like not a hot guy giant dong (laughs) and i'm like man roll it up or something bro it's gross (laughs) one of my one of my other favorite things that you always trying to get a lady yeah a spider trying to find a mary jane he almost got me i was like dang son (laughs) um one of the other things that i always really like to see at cons um, because I think it's kind of funny is um, some people won't cosplay, but they're like, you know what? I have a funny hat. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm gonna wear my funny hat. Or they do like so generic true. cosplay, like they just show up as okay. like a pirate yes. or like yeah. a Viking. It's like what it's, are it's you? Like, it's like just Halloween. <laughs> yeah, they, they just dust it off like what are you, like pirate a, outfit. What, yeah. what is any particular Are you wearing one? a no. Michael Jordan jersey? Are you cosplaying as Michael Jordan? Yeah, but think about like if if this was 1997, how many Dr. Seuss hats would have been a oh, mega Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but the funny thing is those Dr. Seuss hats that were really popular in the 90s still show up. Yeah, at once Megacon. in a while you'll still see one at Megacon. Or you'll have that like that Disney goofy hat that has his face and the there bill is giant. That w- that was a good one. Yeah. The cap and the hat. That okay. remember that was really witty. Um, because one of our buddies creepy, did that. Though, very it was creepy. creepy. It was terrifying. I hated it. But it was really witty because it was cap in a hat. Um, so it was Captain America in a Dr. Seuss hat, but like with but, like face makeup, like yeah, face makeup, makeup yeah. to look like really good hue makeup. I hated it. And he had like little things, like little things dressed up as like Falcon, I think, and yeah. something else on him. Yeah, he had his shield, 
Um, and then on it, he had little cutouts of the thing, Marvel Comics, the thing. Mm-hmm. And one, oh, yeah, one that's right. Thing one and thing <laughs> two. One said thing one and one said that's thing two. That's what it was. Damn. Yes. Yeah. Which, again, was pretty, pretty funny. Yeah. Like, there were some good ones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you always see. That's one of the things I I really love about that that culture is sometimes you get the lazy guys. They're just like, I'm gonna wear a dress. That's funny, man. Um, sometimes you get the guy, the people that are just like, Hey, you know what? I'm gonna wear a funny hat. <laughs> but other times you get these people that have made such so smart. intricate yeah. and beautifully designed things that that just blow your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, that's that's really cool. Because, I mean, even even the dumb guys that we, you know, that are like, oh, I'm going to wear just a dress and a, be goofy. Like, all of these people are just having fun. It's yeah. the nice yeah. thing. Uh, that's, well, that's one of the nice things that I enjoy about cons is whenever I've been, um, most of the people there are really, really nice. Yeah. And, and yeah. they're just having a good time. And they want everyone else to have a good time, too. Yeah, I think mostly if there are any rude people, they just ignore other people. That's yeah, pretty much usually, what they do. Usually, the, like, I, I, think I the, don't see a single confrontation. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably no. the rudest person that's at that con. No, so. there are probably some ruder people there. Maybe. You, uh, 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 <laughs> Maybe. You, we've walked into a comic shop as a lady <laughs> before. <laughs> I um, have. So, so other than the, the cosplay and everything, what were, what were some other highlights uh, for you guys? Well, I mean, I, th- I think you guys agree with me that I think by far and away the best part of the entire con was the artist alley, which I would oh, yeah. hard pressed to ever say. Absolutely. Because, like, I think artist alley is pretty cool. Uh, you know, uh, uh, but I'm usually there for merchandise. And yeah. mm-hmm. uh, there wasn't too many things I wanted to buy. But then, like, when I started stumbling upon just some of the just different ideas, you know, it didn't exa- necessarily have to be intricate, but just. I don't know. There's just a lot of talent there, and a lot of yeah. lot of novel ideas or uh, reinventions of certain things. And I just, I spent so much money. You bought just, so much art. Yeah, art. Yeah, he's uh, he's quite an art connoisseur art. now. Um, yeah, that was. Well, I felt like walking through Artist Alley this year. Um, there was so much of it that was a lot different than it normally yeah, is i agree because uh, a lot of i mean you're at a comic book convention so you get a lot of just comic book art like i make these prints and a lot of them are beautiful mm-hmm. prints uh, you know people will do you know hundreds of different variations of this superhero that superhero this uh anime this blah 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 um and th- those are always like really really cool and everything yeah, but there's art Huh? Alt art. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just you know, this person's. Yeah, a lot of times or they're just highly just, stylized. Well, yeah. a lot of times there's just, um, it's all beautiful, but it is. It feels like it's kind of the same. Like yeah. you go from one booth and then the next agree. booth, would, and it looks a I lot know the same. Saying. I would be agreeing with um, you on that one. But I feel like this year there was less of that. Well, there it, were more things I felt that kind of stuck out. Yes. Um, or were a little bit different. Um. Yeah, and either, I appreciated that. Yeah, either stuck out or you had to look at it to see what it was, and it mm-hmm. wasn't because it was shitty. It was yeah. because it was just really unique. Right. Yeah. And yeah. there were a lot of... Um, so I would say in years past, um, a lot of what you would find would just be prints. Yes. Um, which is cool. We're, we have a lot of prints. But, yeah, we do. Um, this year, there was a lot of people selling original art. There was... Um, a couple of different people doing paper cuttings, um, people doing block printing, um, some 
uh, like mixed so, media type things. I have like the lady really who neat. was doing the uh, like the thread, the, th- the needle thread stuff where mm-hmm. the, she was like, yeah, like the old school like thread art. Yeah, thread yeah. art mm-hmm. it was pretty cool. Yeah, there were even some kind of like almost small dioramas and just yeah. really interesting things. It's a lot of original stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, not not like just a Batman or a Spider Man yeah. or a steampunk of, Batman. Yeah, it was a lot or of steampunk Spider Man. <laughs> exactly, um, but like a lot of different different things. It's a lot of really talented people. So yeah, that was really really cool to see because mm-hmm. uh, we got to see a lot of very unique art this yeah. year. And Mike bought it all. Mike bought all of it. So if you want to see any of it, just go over to Mike's go over house. To he has gallery. all of it. Mike's oh, we gallery. Should probably maybe Put something up. Yeah, uh, yeah we'll, we we'll need to do to a haul. Pictures. Yeah, just, we yeah. actually didn't buy too much, but we got a couple of pieces. Well, yeah. I would say I don't really want to name drop, but there was one gentleman there who just did these really intricate, like pencil and pen drawings. What was his name? Jeremy could, Bastion. Jeremy yeah. Bastion. So I, um, the first day I was there, I like went through Artist Alley really quick uh, because Thursday. Um, Thursday night was a question and answer with Stan Lee. So I had gotten there at four o'clock. I think his thing was at seven. So I just wanted to walk the floor once. Uh, and our buddy David Herringer, who's on, on the show sometimes, was there doing a booth with with a friend. Um, and I walked by this this guy's booth, and it stuck with me all weekend. Like I wanted to go find it again, and found his stuff, and it was just very very intricate it was one of the ones that was just very very different he did a a graphic novel called um oh it's i've lost it now something pirate girl cursed pirate girl the cursed pirate girl uh and i picked up both of his graphic novels and i think you got a couple of things from him i got a sketchbook and then a uh i i don't know what it is it's a print or something but it's just like in uh, a small picture and that same style of like Peter Pan, I thought was just yeah. really cool looking. Yeah, so I like just really, really loved his stuff. So we we picked up some you know some stuff from him and everything, and it was just really, really, really cool. Yeah, and then I got some uh, like kind of Japanese block style uh, prints of like Godzilla and Darth Vader, you know, the real basic stuff. But it's a really cool aesthetic, and yeah, definitely. I thought the guy's design was pretty neat, and of course the paper cutting. I got it. It's just a ton of stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of the Victorian-esque silhouette uh, styles uh, of, I guess, portraiture yeah. uh, that she used. And, of course, you know, they did it with more modern characters, Marvel, different things. What, what were the ones you picked up? I got a Groot and a, uh, a Star-Lord. Okay. Of the paper cuts? Yes. And I, then, and you got, uh, and you were able to get one done of yourself, right? Yeah, because if yeah. you spent over X amount of money, she would do one of yourself, which mm-hmm. I thought which was really cool. cool. Yeah, and it was amazing how good it was. Yeah, I bought something from her as like well. You. And actually, this person, um, her Instagram name is Paper Portraits, but her real life name is Catherine Flocken, um, and her website's paperportraits.com. And I bought something from her as well. Um, she had a really neat paper cut. Well, you were you were mesmerized by her stuff. For yeah, a while. I, mean, I love paper cuttings. Yeah, um, and there's some people that come regularly to MegaCon, and they have paper cuttings, but they are most of them are laser cut. 
Um, and she was just hand cutting them right there on the spot. And um, she was just really talented. And I bought one that was a scene from, um, there's a portrait in the Haunted Mansion ride at Disney World. And she did a paper cut of that portrait yeah. of a, I mean, it's super famous, of a girl with an umbrella tightrope walking over um, an Pit, alligator uh, with his yeah. mouth open. Um, and it's really pretty. Yeah. And uh, some of the stuff, because uh, you got the Groot you got was really cool because yeah. she, she framed a lot of these and it was in this rugged wood frame. Yeah. She said it was one of a kind. Yeah. Uh, or I don't know if that's true or not, but I mean, it was, it was really cool and really lent it to mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, it was a tree being made of paper from yes. wood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty meta. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. So uh, one of the other things that we you usually do when uh, you go to MegaCon, if you're into it, um, is they Sex. they'll have all these panels. Um, so like the one over the electrical box, exactly like that, that. one gave me quite a shock. <laughs> it's very shocking to go to. Um, but the you know you'll just go in a room and comic book artist or uh, cosplayers or writers or so you know, they'll have a topic and they'll just kind of talk about stuff uh, you know whatever it may be sometimes they'll have little comedy things uh, some of their super famous guests will you know get up and just talk uh, we got to see uh, Matthew um, what was his name Neville from she's not paying attention she's on her phone Matthew right Lewis Matthew Lewis from the uh, Harry Potter's Movies. He uh, he plays Neville Longbottom. Yeah, in the Harry Potter series. And then we also saw. Um, How was that panel? It was really good. He he's was, fun. He's, yeah. uh, he's outgoing British. and talkative. Um, he would not talk about his personal life. No. People which is ask kind him of a questions. snooze. Well, a, a lot of these ended up being. I guess they were supposed to be question and answer type mm-hmm. things, so people would ask questions. And so uh, one person asked, you know, because he said something about his wife. Or his fiance. fiance, and someone asked, you know, how did you meet her? And he didn't want to, you know, didn't want to talk about it. So, which is, I mean, but we did find out that she's from Orlando, yes, yes. and American. So, and then we hey, also um, she's probably there in the crowd. Then maybe, uh, maybe. visiting mom. And I looked dad. her up on on Google. She's real cute. Eh. And then we also saw uh, the uh, queen of the nerds, uh, Felicia, Ms. Felicia Day. Day my girl yeah and she had a really long uh good fun oh yeah yeah that was the only panel i went to i enjoyed it yeah Yeah. she's she's fun to see she's uh kind of just like she if you've ever watched um the guild or yeah just kind of seen her on anything she's just that's who she is that's who she Mm -hmm. is so uh so that was a lot of fun uh like i mentioned earlier on thursday i got to go to see the question and answer with stan the man lee uh which was excellent uh he's always just he's 94 years old and he's just still sharp as a tack um his manager max will you know kind of get up there with him and uh, Stan's getting, since he's getting older, he has a hard time hearing uh, amplified sound. So people ask questions and he can't really hear it. And Max <laughs> tells him what the question is. And Max will always tell like stories and Stan will always just, you know, kind of look over at him and say something like, you know, they're here to see me, <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff um, in his personal Stanley way. Um so that was a lot of fun. We got to hear just, you know, tons of stories about him and uh people did the question and answer. 
Uh, so uh, we, you know, I had me and David got to go see that and had a great time. And since this was supposed to be Stanley's final uh, Florida visit, they had a special uh, breakfast with Stan that I also got to go to on Sunday morning, which is a kind of a funny story because uh, you had to have you had to go to the ticket counter to get the ticket to go to the breakfast was the breakfast. off at a different location at it a nearby at, hotel. Yeah, it was at a nearby hotel. So um, somewhere along the way, I got it in my brain that this breakfast was on Saturday morning. So um, Friday night, we were trying to get out of there, and I forgot to go get my ticket because I didn't want to get it too early because they said that, oh, this whole thing about if you lose it, you, you know, it doesn't. That's your way to get in. You're done for. You're not coming in. So I didn't want to get it till the last minute, and then of course I forgot. So Saturday morning, I got up super super early. Um, and I found out that the doors didn't open till I believe it was eight thirty, which is the time that the breakfast was supposed to be beginning. Uh, and I jumped in a cab and ran over to the convention center and got there by eight and or by seven. I think it was seven thirty, seven forty-five. And they said the doors were opening at eight, so I was really excited. I was going to get in and get my ticket. Uh, the doors open at 8. I run to the ticket counter that I'm supposed to get my special edition ticket from. And the lady gets there and she's like, oh, I don't have a computer to check you in. And I'm like, oh, ma'am, um, we're supposed to be lining up. They said we could line up at 8.15. So I really need to get the ticket and get over there. Uh, or, you know, they might, you know, they're going to start without me. I paid to go to this thing. Can, can, can we figure something out? And she was really nice, really accommodating. Um but uh <laughs> she went over and grabbed the uh the lanyards that were supposed to come with it and uh well, I was still, you know, giving her, telling her all my woes about why I had to go see Stanley now and uh she points out that the the breakfast wasn't till Sunday. So <laughs> so I uh, I went through all of that for basically nothing. Uh, and then that afternoon before. Also, I just want to bring up that I um, told him many times that I thought it was Sunday. Well, you kept saying Sunday. And I was like, no, no, no. It's <laughs> on Saturday. Saying, no, it's on Saturday. And I was like, are you sure? I, I think it's no on I- Sunday. I have no idea why I thought that. Um, <laughs> and then Saturday, after all of this. You did the I, same thing. I did the same thing. I left without the ticket. And we're about to get on the bus. And I'm like, ah, Mike, Allison, I forgot my ticket. I have to run back in. <laughs> So I ran and we all, said, see ya. Yeah, so We're they went back, back to, to the, the hotel. hotel. <laughs> I ran all the way back to the ticket counter and um, got there. And the person there was like, oh, they just took the computers from us. I can't give you your ticket. And I'm like, uh, this is the second time I've been here. I, I've got to get that ticket for tomorrow. And the, he called someone, again, super nice, super accommodating. Um got a hold of whoever you know we need to talk to and that person said no don't worry about it just come to the place and we'll give you the ticket there so uh so that was my woes trying to get so into stanley read your emails and your ticket read your emails because you might think that you're getting a room with queen beds and you're getting a room that's, with double that's beds. true too <laughs> um yeah so uh, so read your emails read your emails always <laughs> 
uh, when you make an itinerary <laughs> for the weekend, double check it. Make it correct. <laughs> so on Sunday morning, I got to get up and go have breakfast with Stanley, and I got a a uh, picture with him. Um, got to get get a comic book signed by him. I'm, I'm a big comic book collector. You probably know. Um, so that was a thrill of my life. Did you get to talk to him? I got to, you know, the little, like, banter that you get for the few seconds that you're there. But um, I took, like, a fancy camera with me, and they were going to take the picture and everything. So um, our camera is weird, and when you push down on it, it doesn't take a picture. You have to push down and hold it for a second, and then it takes a picture. Um, Mostly because we have a fancy camera that we don't know how to use, and Nathan... Uh, adjusted it for us, uh-huh. quote unquote. One time, Nathan so, ruined. So it. since then, uh, we haven't known the how to fix it from that. But uh, so I got up there, got my. I was near the end of the line, got my picture taken, went back to the table, was going to check my picture. Thank God, I went to check my picture, and oh. no, the picture hadn't been taken. Ooh. So I went up to max who's stan's guy he was taking the pictures i was like oh hey the picture didn't take can we do this again he's like yeah yeah yeah. hold up the line we're gonna get this guy up here and i'm like (laughs) max is from new york so i'm like all you have to do is press you have to press it and hold it he's like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i know how to use i know how to use i'm like but you just didn't do it right a little bit ago (laughs) but he wouldn't let me tell him anything so i got up there and he's like nah this thing isn't working so i'm like okay here here's my phone take my picture with my phone and uh, when I got finished, he actually had worked it. So he got like four or five pictures of me on the camera and on my on my cell phone. So that was so nice. you have awesome. extra pictures. Now I know you've just talked about Stan Lee for a long time, which is awesome. But I also know that you had another very exciting moment, which was when you met Chris Claremont. So uh, I would like to t- I would like to tell this story. Oh, you would can, like to tell this story. Can I, can I have? Ask Please, one question yes, about, about the breakfast, though. Yes. What, what did you guys have for breakfast? There was, I knew you were going to ask yeah, that. Yeah, there was a spread. So uh, this was at the <laughs> Hilton there, and um, they had fresh fruit by the plenty. There was so much fresh fruit there. And, you know, you'd just go through the bowl and get you some strawberries, get you some watermelon, get you some other melons, get you some grapes, whatever. There was a bunch of um, uh, bacon, delicious bacon, uh, eggs, um sausage there were um they didn't have so like, like a typical buffet breakfast. breakfast it was general breakfast but it was a good breakfast it was because uh, it was catered there and everything but it was all like really really good well one more question what, what did stan eat the same thing uh there was a point <laughs> in, like they came in and they kind of talked and did their little banter and you know whatever Are back you sure and forth he ate yeah uh because uh at one point they were like uh stan was like complaining oh they were because they told this story about how the night before stan went to a restaurant and he was like max i just want something little i'm not real hungry but he's stan lee so when he goes places like people know who he is and the person at this restaurant was a fan of course so (laughs) they said they brought out this gigantic lobster and huge steak for him (laughs) and everything and he was like you know max i can't eat all this (laughs) So he was stuffed, and uh, but he was hungry for breakfast when they got there, and he was complaining at us that we were holding him up. He wasn't going to get his breakfast, and then they went and um, made him a breakfast, and he sat down and ate it. So okay, good. We could, we actually, I actually got to watch Stan Lee from afar eat, eat his breakfast. breakfast. That's amazing. That's isn't it? He's like a normal <laughs> oh person. Isn't he? 
He's okay. a person that would eat scrambled eggs and bacon every oh, day. Yeah. And, he, uh, totally and have cool a coffee. A perfect cholesterol. Yes. Black coffee. Yeah. Black coffee. Or it's like the Mr. Burns Three Stooges thing where all the, uh, there's so many viruses and other diseases, they just cancel each other <laughs> out. <laughs> so, but, but yes, that was awesome. And you wanted to tell the story about I, okay, Chris Claremont. I, yeah, Number okay. one, Bobby, if, you Chris know, if you know anything about me, um, you know that X-Men is my bread and butter. I love the <laughs> X-Men, and I love Chris Claremont's run of the X-Men. He basically created. He didn't create. The stories he, that you he, Yeah, the stories love. that I know, the team that I know. So this was a huge thing. And also, this is the first comic book creator that I've ever, like, First time I met one and actually talked to him. That you really cared about. Yeah, that I cared. Well, no. Like, maybe ever. Because I usually, when I go to these cons, I don't go get signatures and stuff. And I don't talk to them. But I'll, like, watch them in panels or something. Anyway, tell your story. So, um, on Friday, Ray and I walk into the convention center. Um, we go past the very first booth, which was... Holy Grail of Comics. Holy Grail of Comics. And there's a line outside of this booth and Ray's looking in and he's like, maybe it's Chris Claremont. He's doing signing. Um, And I was like, okay, well, let's just stand in line right now. Let's, why don't you, you have things you want him to sign. Why don't we just do it now? And Ray, um, what you guys may not know listening to this podcast is that he gets very nervous <laughs> uh, there are certain people that just make me very nervous it, uh, and chris claremont's <laughs> one of those that like i'm going this is what this is a legend i've read all of his comic books um yeah and like i'm about to meet this person he's like hi, ray's like sort of dropping things and like kind of sweaty <laughs> just being a, a true just weirdo being a wreck. yeah you were being a wreck you were like you couldn't zip up your book bag you just yeah. couldn't handle it yourself and you were like are you, are you gonna ask him a question are you gonna talk to him and i'm like i can't <laughs> I, I don't think i can i don't have a question for him i i can't talk so to him. i told chris claremont that he was nervous when we got up to but it, it. didn't matter because here's the thing chris claremont <laughs> Loves to talk. Yeah, he was he, so cool. He was so cool because the line wasn't super long no, for him. No, not when really. We got there, but it took a long time to get through, and we couldn't. I couldn't figure it out because I'm like, there can't be more than twenty people ahead of me. But when we finally got up there, uh, he like wouldn't let me leave. He was just talking he was just to me for like five or six minutes, just telling me a story. Uh, about Rogue and President Reagan mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. like that, and uh, why he didn't like uh, the DC movies and all this kind of stuff. Just sitting there, just talking, just talking everyone's ear off. And uh, when I was like, "Okay, well, uh, thank you," I, I got a picture with him, and uh, I told him it was, you know, it's such an honor to meet you. You know, all this weird, <laughs> awkward fanboy stuff. Um, but when I got finished, I, you know. I shook his hand again, and he was still just, he just went on to the next person and just started telling them right from the end. Just continued the conversation. Yeah, continued the whole conversation. So, I think he just talks. Yeah, he was really fun. He has one conversation the whole time. Yeah. And we actually got to go to a panel that he Uh was in also, which was absolutely great. Was he still talking about it? uh, He (laughs) talked about some of the same things, because he did bring up Rogue and the President again. Uh, but in a d- under different con- uh, you uh-huh. know, different context, and he talked about what he would do different with the DC movies that was fun, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, but 
Yeah, it, it, it was supposed to be, quote, unquote, a question and answer. But with a person like that, he's just going to talk about what he wants to talk about. Mm-hmm. It was literally one question and then one then all sort answers. of answers. answers. Sort yeah. of answers. He would sort of be like, he would give like a couple of word answers to the things or like a sentence or two and then go on to his whole big yeah, whatever he, would he was say, talking about. Well, you know, at this time... uh uh, at this point in time, uh, Wolverine was doing this such and such, and, uh, and he blah, blah, blah. Insta- and I'm like, what are you? This is from 1979. He instantly, He's remembering. Yeah, he instantly, because this is another thing that you get a lot of times when you meet, like when you meet Stan Lee, and people always want to ask him very specific questions about specific, you know, all the things that you see on um, parodies and TVs that, you know, when people go to Star Trek conventions, they want to ask the, you know, the person that played this person in episode 163 you did this and i want you know that kind of stuff um like chris just sits down and instantly goes into like all these like Mm -hmm. x-men theories and what he would have done and why people did this stuff and it's i'm sitting there and alice is next to me and i'm like the first 20 minutes of this panel she probably didn't even understand (laughs) but i'm just living in bliss surely not no um, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. He's an enjoyable person to listen to. Uh, another person we got to see was Dan Slott, who, uh, and, uh, I loved and, him. and Cooper, who are two people that have worked on Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan's d- currently doing the Spider-Man um, series and everything. And that was really, really fun. I've never, I don't think I've read any he's interviews or anything. He's also currently working on Silver Surfer. Yes. Yes. I don't know if he's still on, uh, yeah, he, he is, is still on Surfer, mm-hmm. which, uh, which was the one. You didn't like the art and everything, but I he love it. I wasn't into the art. It's that's very okay. different. Um, but uh, I really like him now. Yeah, Dan Slott's cool. I thought cool. I liked him He's fun. before, but I, but I really like him. And he was like, he was almost like a giddy little child, so excited that he gets to write Spider-Man, yeah. which was really mm-hmm. cool. Um, and then we watched a, uh, we also watched a DC panel on... Um, Rebirth. That one was super boring. So. I, I really enjoyed that because uh, uh, Scott Snyder was there. King was there. Um, Adam, uh, not Adam. Uh, pff, Amanda Connor was yeah. there and everything. And they just kind of got to. Um, Is that that man that does uh, Harley Quinn now? Jimmy Pal- Palma- yeah, Palmiotti. Yeah. Uh, I probably butchered his name. But uh, also, um, oh, I forgot his name too. Anyway, there were a lot of DC guys. It was a great story. Yeah, it was a good story. There were these guys there, and they (laughs) talked about this stuff, and it was really fun. Um, No, they they talked a lot about the DC Rebirth and what's coming up in the future Mm -hmm. and everything. And it's always nice because they they also, you know, know, what are your aspirations and what was the first thing you worked on and when was it you knew you made it? Honestly, during these panels about... 75% 75% of the questions people ask are really stupid. Um, but sometimes you have really good people that ask interesting questions that yeah. are really insightful. Um, I would absolutely ask the stupid questions. One of my um, favorite things before so I the, understand. <laughs> yeah, before the Stanley, um, I think it was before the Stanley question and answer, the moderator was just kind of being silly and talking to people because Stan was running mm-hmm. late. And, uh, Someone stood Who's up. Who's your favorite comic character? Yeah, someone stood up and said, uh, "If you're asking a question, please don't ask something you can Google." Right. 
And I was like, yes, thank God. Because people love. Wasting time. People love to ask Stanley, what's your favorite comic book character? Like you just said. And, you know, he's if always. If you could be a comic book character for one day, yeah. he's always going to answer Spider Man uh, every time. He's going to have a, a, a Stanley answer mm-hmm. that's, you know, fun, but it's still like, that's what he does. It's just a. Silly Unless answer. you're a small child in costume, yeah, because that, that's really cute. Yeah, um, don't ask a question like that. Yeah, for real. <laughs> if you're seven years old and you're wearing a Spider-Man costume, you can ask Stanley what's your favorite comic book character. Uh, <laughs> my favorite is the person that says, um, "I'm a I'm a writer, and I would just uh, I would really like to know how I can get into the comic book industry." And it's like, girl, there are 13 panels yeah. this weekend about, about how to breaking com- into the comic book industry. And you're asking a guy who hasn't been in comic books since, what, like the 1970s, right. 80s? Who broke into the comics in the, you know, in the 50s. Yeah. <laughs> Before the comics were actually comics. I'm a novelist, and uh, well, I and would really thing- like to um, be uh, published, but I'm 31, so am I, uh, am would I you say old? I'm too old? You're asking a man who's like in his late seventies. They, they always have. They always have the same answer. If you Just, ask if you're too old, Stanley's going to be like, "Am I too old?" You know. And <laughs> if you ask, "How do you break into comics?" They're always going to be like. Well, you just got to work really you hard. You just got to do it. <laughs> just do it. You just got to do it and work really hard. So Usually that's what people don't want to hear is you got to eat a big old yeah. shit sandwich yeah. yeah, for a long you time. You have to suck up to a lot of people. You might have to go get coffee for three years. Yeah. Um, I would say maybe only 10% of the time people just like, you know, those kind of people that, uh, you know, what dad would say. Fall into shit and come out smelling like roses. Yeah. <laughs> Just fall into their laps. Yeah. Yeah. But overall. Thank you, uh, Michael Sr. <laughs> Michael Sr. Overall. He's got uh, some good ones. I thought this year was really fun, really yeah. good. It was very well organized. Uh, I definitely recommend if you have a chance to go down to uh, Megacon mm-hmm. in Orlando, go for it's it. It's definitely worth the price you pay for a ticket. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. The Bay one's going to be in uh, October, October, I believe. Yeah. And uh, uh, Jason Muse and uh, Kevin Smith are going to be there yes. with their Jay and Silent Bob Good Old podcast, which, if you don't listen to it, is pretty darn good. Uh, especially the first episodes i haven't listened to it in a long time but uh they discuss a lot of like uh jason muses like uh, drug habits and just <laughs> a lot of kevin smith and his love of fleshlights <laughs> just crazy stuff and it's just really funny god but, um one of the things i guess we didn't really uh talk about because i talked about all the comic people i cared about there were a lot of really famous actors and guests at this Sharon curry meatloaf and it's been a long time since tim curry has done an appearance because he had a stroke a couple years ago and hasn't been in great health i didn't get a good look at him did either you guys get good Uh, i saw some pictures that people put online and everything he looked like he looked like he was doing pretty good he looks um better than he has in in the last i think i saw a picture of him from like a year or two ago and he he just didn't look like he was doing good because I mean, I think it was like a massive yeah, stroke. Uh, 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 he was wheelchair bound the last right. time I saw a picture of him. I think he was still in a wheelchair, but he looked like he was doing it, he yeah. looked healthier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He looked like he had gained some weight because yeah. he was real thin for a while. That's and good. he's such a great actor. It's nice that he can can still at least like make appearances, you know? Yeah. yeah. And th- uh, one of the, the 
the reason he was there was they were doing a big um, Rocky, Rocky Horror, Horror thing, yeah. which is oh, why yeah. they also Is it an have, anniversary? Or, I'm not sure. Or were they just celebrating? I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. Who were some of the other guests that were there, Mike? Uh the uh, there were a couple of the child actors from Stranger Things that were yes, there. Yes, yes. Oh, uh, I wish I had seen them. There was uh, same Scott Marsters, is the guy who played Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes. James Marsters. Jane, I think it's James. Eliza Dushku was there. The fucking Dukes of Hazard were there. Oh That's yeah, true. and and Karen Bachman, beautiful, still beautiful. I. I I we missed so we did so much that weekend, but we still missed we out missed on like so much everything because we didn't. There was a panel with the Dukes of Hazard people. There yeah. was a panel with the Stranger Things people. There was a Meatloaf panel and missed all of it. Uh, they even had yeah. uh, independent horror movies like showing yeah. just showing all, them. like constantly, and they had like. Uh, just there were there were so many panels. There was nerd speed dating, both uh, yes. L- both uh, LGBT and straight. Which I would love to see a nerd speed dating of any gender. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I wish I could have sat in there. I, 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 there probably I, wasn't room for spectators. I honestly <laughs> have wanted us to like sign up for that before yeah. and just <laughs> see what happens. It was like an hour. It's like yeah. Ugh. Imagine the smell emanating <laughs> from that place. There's just so many um, panels. You can't even make them all because no, they're at no. the same time. And there's so many panels like with the, the the guest and the comics, but there's so many panels on cosplaying, and then there's so many panels on anime, mm-hmm. and then there's screening rooms for anime, and like you said, there was the horror stuff. There's just so much to do. Like, yeah, yeah they had their own app. You could, you could yes. choose an itinerary, and it would let you know if certain uh, certain events uh, there was like over. a conflict, it was mm-hmm. really. Imp- I mean, it would it, also it's a very you, simple thing. It was very impressive. Yeah. It would also give you a uh, a reminder if uh, something was yeah, coming up that, that you nice. wanted to do. Oh yeah, God, who? It was so nice too because the schedule was like pretty easy to understand and read. And, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that come to, you know with a hundred thousand people. Yeah, there are a lot of people coming for different purposes. You know, some Absolutely. people are coming just to watch the horror movie previews and some people want to just participate in the anime panels and some people want to just uh purchase items or just Just cosplay or just kind of observe a lot Um, of people come just for gaming yeah yeah yeah. and anime and gaming like when excited gone since maybe in maybe 10 years uh anime and gaming was really big then you know and it looks like it's still just a gigantic part yeah it is of it uh I think my favorite celebrity booth uh-huh. was the Mike Tyson booth. Yes. Because I walked by the Mike Tyson booth a handful of times, <laughs> multiple days. He was never there, but there was always three to four members of law enforcement in the booth <laughs> at all times. Really? And no Mike Tyson to be to be seen. I know he was supposed to do a panel and it ended up being canceled the day of. Um, well, a lot of stuff fell through, like because they were gonna have Norman Reedus and some other Walking Dead yeah. people that fell through. That fell through mm-hmm. uh, like a couple of weeks beforehand. Um, and I mean, especially like they're usually heavy hitters. Yeah, yeah, Norman Reedus con, especially. Yeah. But uh, I, I definitely know from us doing Infinity Con and stuff like that. That kind of stuff is just inevitable. You can't. Right. Yeah, people are gonna about drop it. out. Their uh, yeah. their schedule is so hectic. Yeah, and I mean they have to choose what makes them money over these, you know, these cons make them money too. And they love, I know they love being with their fans and stuff, sure. but 
they're actors or you know well they, you know performers. that's their job yeah. you know they have to pick their job over yeah over coming to cons even we're making though, like 50 bucks at a con well, that, that's an exaggeration. These yeah. people make a, a ton. huge amount of money. Brent Spiner huge was there. Amount of money. Yeah, um, Brent Spiner was there. I completely forgot. He was a last-minute addition. Yeah, they added him in the last minute because some people had dropped out. Also, um, from uh, Voyager. <laughs> What's her? <laughs> I forgot to tell you this. Oh, tell me. But David and I were walking through the celebrity alley, and we got to Brent Spiner. I'm like, oh, shit, there's Brent Spiner. <laughs> And David goes, that guy? And everyone is like, he looks like Bull from Night Court in a Hawaiian <laughs> shirt. They're like, no, how did he not know who Prince Spider is? How does he not know who Prince Spider is? I don't know. It's like he forgot. He's like, oh, wow. yeah, that guy. I'm That's like, hilarious. It was just kind of funny because David is just, you know, oh, no, 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 you know, he's just so happy go lucky. <laughs> like, oh, well, I, I was incorrect on that. <laughs> Moving forward. <laughs> and um, um, I can't remember. Seven of Nine from Voyager. What is her name? Jerry Ryan. Jerry was there. Ryan. Yeah, she was there. Um, still, still just ravishing. They had so a ton cool. of uh, voice actors as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Nolan North was there. I never got to see him. Troy Baker. I love Troy Baker. Uh, uh, Jennifer Hale. She's done a ton of stuff. Uh, which was really cool. I didn't go to it, but all the voice actors that were there had a, th- a, a panel later in the day where they were reading the script of the Princess oh, Bride. Yeah. And I totally forgot about that. And it would be that been so cool. Because, cool. I mean, like, Troy Baker, like, he's even voiced the Joker in a lot of times. So he's yeah. a pretty big guy. Like, he, he, he subbed in for Mark Hamill when Mark Hamill couldn't do it. <laughs> or I don't know who any of these people are. But, You've heard their voices. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, but I probably could have recognized their voices if I heard them. No, absolutely. Especially Nolan Nolan North. He's very... He was uh, uh, Nathan Drake, for anybody who's played Uncharted. And Jennifer Hale has literally been in everything. Uh, the first game I think I remembered seeing her in was uh, Metal Gear Solid on PlayStation. Uh, I think she was Naomi Hunter or... Merrill, I can't remember, but anyway, like so, like I've I've just you know been just been able to you know see her work and be a part of it since 1997. <laughs> like she's been in the industry a long time. There was a lot of um, Disney princesses, princess voice princes. actors there too. Elijah Dushku was there again this year. Yeah. We already talked about her. Yeah, we, we had a lot of professional cosplayers there. Yeah, our friend uh, Danica uh, uh, yeah. was there. Yes, uh, there was uh, the creators of Silent and Happiness were there. That was pretty cool. Uh, you, that, yeah, you, you see them a lot on Facebook. It's the little four panel comics with the badly drawn kind uh, of stick pig figures almost. Yeah, just Google Silent and Happiness. You've seen like a million of these things. Yeah, you've read them all the time, and they're 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 pretty funny. <laughs> Uh, I think that's really uh, Grimes cosplay. See, um, oh, Cecil, Cecil Grimes was there. Was yeah, there, of course. Oh, I didn't see him. Yeah, yeah he, he, had, he had, like, had his he, whole setup. His, up. his like, yeah, he had a setup, but like he had like a table in front of it. Like you, he wasn't uh, just maybe out. Maybe I in the did open. see it yeah. there. Yeah, I think I did see it. So yeah. It was a good time. What was, was your favorite time. part of MegaCon this year? Mine was definitely Artist Alley. Artist Just Alley. talking to the different people. Uh, even saw a guy who uh, wrote a book on military stuff. Uh, oh, you picked that up, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Your I'm sorry. That's, a, that's that your name and everything. That's Mike's bread and butter. Yeah, yeah. it is my bread and butter. I, I Hard was military sci-fi. I didn't even read the book. I'm like, give me a copy. <laughs> I'm, give me one. It. I'm gonna like it. He's like, want to talk to me about it? I'm like, don't talk to me about it. Just sign the book. Let's go, man. I'm gonna like it. <laughs> I'll buy all the other issues later. Yeah, he's like, I just finished the eighth, the eighth book. I'm like, so there's eight of them. Great. <laughs> More the better. I'm set. <laughs> I don't like a series unless there's more than five books. <laughs> so, Allison, what was your favorite part of the whole weekend? I think Leaving. my... No. I think my favorite part Eating was... Eating Lafayette outside? <laughs> no. Um, eating outside is the worst in Florida. I love eating outside. The seal cover if it's songs. Like winter, if winter, if it's, if it's, you know, May in Orlando... No, I'm good. You know my feelings on this. That's my least favorite. I know. He hates it. Um, I think my favorite... I love seeing the cosplays that people create, even ones mm. I don't understand. Even, um, like, I'm not a gamer at all, but some of these costumes that people create from video games are so incredible. I just love looking at the creativity and all the work that people yeah. put into their cosplays. Um so I think that's my favorite part always is just seeing what people come up with. And I also like the ones that are like kind of bad or kind of last minute. Yeah. I think they're funny. Well, I, I am my father's son. I'm a huge people watcher. Uh-huh. So I, I, I totally get you yeah. with that cosplay or not. I love watching people. It's yeah. my favorite. And in this kind of setting, it is always fun. Yeah. The majority of my time was set in the food court. <laughs> <laughs> looking at Just people. watching. Yeah, um, and like just trying not to sweat. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I also liked the Felicia Day panel. I'm a really a big of fan of the Guild, um, and so I thought she was she was, was really good. I was pleasantly surprised. I just automatically assume any celebrity is going to be just just not who you think they are, uh, especially nerd people. I feel like a lot of nerd quote unquote people, you know, kind of put on a bit of a mm-hmm. an act. But she is like the most genuine. She's nice, so charming, charming, that, funny, open yeah. person, very open person. Yeah, you know, and she wears her heart on her sleeve and, mm-hmm. and didn't shy away from any question. You know, and was always very positive and helpful. Yeah, uh, she's such a great role model too. Um, I think for females that are kind of nerdy. Well, I think especially um, in, in the industry she's in. Well, absolutely. She's. I mean, she's a writer. She's a producer. She's. She's a podcaster. She's, yeah. She's. You know, a real heavy hitter. Um, well, but I mean, there's, Geek I and Sundry is kind of her, isn't it? Yeah, it's That's her like thing. She mm-hmm. created that, or, or at I least correct? co-created it. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, the guild style and the different ideas, because she was mm-hmm. talking about a million different projects. I had no oh, idea yeah. she was a part of. And just, you know, you can, like, from the guild, even though it's 10 years, it was 10 years ago. And there's been so much, like, mimicry since then, you know, mm-hmm. and just she's, she's just a force within the industry. And it's really nice to see someone who is that high and is grounded. Mm-hmm. And me being a man, it's hard to talk about, you know, the issues women face. But I do agree with you. She's a great role model in an industry that uh, is mainly controlled by men. You Absolutely. Know? Well, uh, and up till probably more recently, like maybe in the male last culture. Yeah, that's what's gonna like, say. In the like last a, ten like, years, like it's steeped been, in male culture. Absolutely, and you know, I mean, I think the industry is changing, which is awesome. But um, 
the female influence is still i mean it's not it's not this, yeah um but felicia day is just incredible well, and i was gonna say like in in such a culture and you know everything mm-hmm. where there are so uh what we call gatekeepers so many of those who are like uh I, I, again i'm not a woman and you're not enough of a nerdy woman <laughs> uh but yeah like i read online about uh these girls all the time that are, are girls women that um are you know re- love comic books and they go into shops and they're like like they're almost tested by the guys there they're, they're well, asked questions yeah, and stuff that's like that the thing is is that you know they i think it comes from you know uh my own personal just what i think is you know male insecurities about women you know like oh yeah. you're going to come into mm-hmm. my world well i'm going to test and you know realize that you're not welcome here you know this is you've already rejected me so i'm going to reject you yeah. i think mm-hmm. maybe that's kind of what it is yeah well and i think part of that does have to do with like what you're scared saying. of women yeah i think and i you know i would say that guys that maybe fall into like the nerdy spectrum sometimes uh uh, have insecurities um, that are a little bit more visible than other other males. You know, they're not like trying to be macho and like cover it up, and it just turns into it like a shit show. You know. Yeah, there was. Uh, oh, uh, I was on Reddit, and there was a woman discussing something. I forget what it was. Something related to comic books, and some dude, you know, was like, oh. You know, you're talking about blah, blah, blah. Like, well, what about this, this, and this, you know, and reference to like, I, I can't remember. I, the point is that she fucking <laughs> writes for the Hulk and she's like, I, I fucking write for the Hulk and I'm still, you know, like yeah. tested by you assholes. Yeah. And like, it's, it's true. I mean, and the thing is, is now on the other side of that coin, you know, there are a lot of, you know, quote unquote, I think people who, a lot of women who, you know, in order for popularity or attention, will, you know, pretend to be like, you know, into gaming and a nerd and stuff like that. And depending on who a person is as an individual. I mean, a, a which also ner- happens with, say, like sports. And I mean, you oh, know, it's across the board. I, no, no. Th- I, I'm talking about this, spe- but I know this you're talking about. specific yeah. niche. Absolutely. Because there, there's a person I know, and we all know this person, who ascribes to certain things that this person sure. feels like they're supposed to, and they're a male. But in this specific industry, what we're talking about, I'm not saying Mm -hmm. it's a female-only specific thing. Regardless, uh, in that context, I feel like every woman who wants to be a part of this culture is compared to that or automatically assumed to be that. Mm -hmm. And I think think the success of Felicia Day is that she's so genuine. Like, there's, there's, I, I mean, there could have been stuff like that, you know, back, you know, 10 years ago when she first started and there could and there probably is still a day i have no idea but i mean she's clearly way more accepted and even by people who would make that comparison in the past Mm -hmm. yeah yeah because i'm sure she gets a lot of hate mail too by somebody (laughs) somebody hates her i'm sure she does but she's she was awesome she answered questions she talked about the project she was working on and to hear how like she's done acting she's done writing she's done producing she's created content um 
I think her biggest boon is just her personality. She's and just it, funny and cute. <laughs> well, 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 I mean, she's really smart and she's uh-huh. a writer, but in the sense that a lot of those projects that she had was just from her social networking. Mm-hmm. Is from because it was all like, well, I was talking to this person. Yeah, like 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 MST3K. You know, she just happened mm-hmm. to talk to Joel, and it was over a joke about something. And uh, she be uh, she becomes the new villain along with Patton Oswalt in the new season just by simply talking to somebody and being known within the industry for who she is as a person. Like, they, like that is some pedigree. That's some yeah. power. Like uh, it's 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 impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think her genuineness. The whole point of the conversation is that it shows through. Yeah, and even jaded quote unquote you know jaded nerds can see that. Yeah, yeah, and that's why she's so popular. That's why we love Felicia Felicia Day. We love her. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, My favorite part was definitely getting to listen to some of my favorite comic book creators and meet uh, Chris Claremont and Stanley. Yeah. Pretty pretty epic weekend for me. Uh, Yeah, I've I've never seen Ray like starstruck, and (laughs) he was starstruck. It doesn't happen very very often, but he usually has a mild scowl. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but, but someone like Chris Claremont is definitely going to do it to me. And yeah. Definitely did. And it's funny because the picture that she sent of me, you know, he was like wildly gesticulating, <laughs> like his hands in the air, <laughs> like leaning over his booth. And like yeah. he was selling a ShamWow or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. He was just. That's, that's his a, personality was like, was there. Yeah. That's a nice thing because sometimes you hear, you know, never meet your, you know, idols and stuff like that. But. Uh, I got to meet two of them, and they were both great. They were both great. Yeah. So, very, very cool. Yeah. All right. Were well, they this... great how you expected, or were they great in different ways? Uh, You'd kind of already sort of met Stanley previously. Yeah. I, I had a picture last year with Stanley, but that was like I was in a queue. Like yeah. A queue for a while. Queue. And, and then a group shot. Like in a group shot for, like, I was near his essence for like five seconds. <laughs> Um, so I think that's why I wasn't like as nervous to go to to that. Our buddy Jarrell got to meet him too. I forgot. Oh, awesome! Oh, yeah, our we very saw, first episode. We saw him several times walking yeah. around. We gotta yeah. get him back on. Almost have, every have time have I run into one with him and Charles. We do. We do. <gasps> I run yeah. into Jarrell almost every year up there. That's it doesn't matter where the hell fun. I'm at. If it's nerd related, I will run into Jarrell. Absolutely guaranteed. <laughs> but uh, y- yeah, um, I I think it was. I I didn't know what to expect with Chris because I've only really heard one interview with him and everything, uh, but it was I think it was better than yeah. I expected because he could have just been like okay thank you and send me on but no he wanted to interact with all of us mm-hmm. which was really cool so but anyway this has been our 2017 MegaCon wrap up. wrap up podcast so way longer than I thought it would but uh. It was a I lot of fun, it. though. It was a good yeah. episode. Good episode. Good times. Uh, if you're down there next year, uh, look us up and we'll we'll party yeah, together. Yeah, we'll go hang out. Yeah, Me, like I'm not, not even part though. of this podcast, but I'll be there. Yeah. All right. Allison yeah. is a part of the podcast. Well, sometimes she cooks y'all snacks. Sometimes she's like the podcast, like un- involuntary podcast mother. Yeah. Thank you. Involuntary. Thank you. We force her to like baby us and take care of us it's pretty pathetic <laughs> she brings me sandwiches sometimes yeah not us though she's like look what i brought my man <laughs> like that's the look she's like and you bitches ain't getting nothing <laughs> no this is what happens and then she brings y'all a plate well of she brings like a giant plate of cookies i'm like fuck yeah 
Now, sometimes I'm trying to do laundry or cook or she something. She at all times is making risotto at all times. <laughs> and I'll get a text message from Ray in the middle of podcasting that says, bring me something. And don't bring anything and, else to And he'll say, just come on in. Because it's embarrassing to walk in a room. When we're talking about stuff. But I can't always <laughs> get up and go get something. Yeah. Come on. So I need I need someone to bear drinks. Us? It's embarrassing because I know that I distract and like people are like in the middle of a conversation. Yeah. yeah. I mean we're not that focused <laughs> to begin with. It's we're, not that serious. We're pretty serious. Anyway, so sometimes I'll bring things. Sometimes uh, she'll bring things. And that's the end of our wrap up. Sometimes she'll bring some- things. <laughs> Uh, guys, thank you for <laughs> listening. Uh, we may do some more of these special shorts in the future. It just yep. depends on what comes down the line. In August, up in Georgia, we'll be uh, part of EpiCon. So uh, we'll definitely oh, be doing yeah. some stuff with that. First convention for diabetics. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, so we'll, we'll, be, uh, we'll be talking about that a little bit more as it starts ramping up because it's in August. Yeah. Uh, we'll be doing, uh, I, think we're do- I think we're doing. Tampa? I'm, yeah, we're doing a couple of panels there at least. So, oh, yeah. So uh, we'll be actual guests there, which is pretty exciting. So the first Who's going to bring you guys as guests? I, I, we tricked them somehow. I don't you know did. How, but, uh, <laughs> but we're pretty excited. Walking Dead. There's not enough room for both of us <laughs> in exactly, Georgia. Exactly. <laughs> Here comes nerds who get laid. And then Me- Megacon, if you're listening out there, whenever you want nerds who get laid sometimes to be on a panel there, Huge we're ready draw. for you. Huge draw. Tens of extra people. You thought you sold out on Saturday. <laughs> well, you had a few extra tickets, and it's for our fan base. <laughs> <laughs> All hey, Brian four Marshall. of them that were coming anyway. <laughs> and you have an extra ticket already because my mom's not coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for giving us a listen, and uh, we'll see you again on Monday. Bye. Bye bye.